We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Oh, hi guys. Welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. This is such a fun episode because I got to talk to somebody that I like about something I love to talk about, but we'll get to that. Guys. Thank you for listening. Please take a second to like, subscribe, and follow this podcast. However you're listening or watching, you're going to see a button that says like or follow or subscribe. Push that button and see what happens. It might kill a pigeon. Anyway, I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of this crazy mess. You can find me online through my website, kristenkey.com. There you can find all my social media. Follow me, friend me, send me memes, whatever. Um, I also have a Patreon, so please join my Patreon. It's called The Key Party. Not because we swing or put our keys in a bowl, but mainly because my last name is Key and I like to party. And by party, I mean drink tea and crochet. So anyway, join my Patreon. It supports this and all my shows, and it also gives you access to exclusive bonus content and access to my monthly game night called Keyholes Against Humanity. I'm also on Cameo, so if you want to give a unique gift, find me on Cameo. Now, my guest this week is a hilarious comedian. I've known him for years. You may have seen him on the James Corden show on Comedy Central. Hey, computer lady, play that interview with Ronan Hirschberg. Playing interview with Ronan Hirschberg. Ronan, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I know, I know you're a very funny comic because I've worked with Mm -hmm. you uh, a few times over the years, but just watching you explode over the last few years um, in your craft is fantastic. But what is something that people may not know about you? Like what, what do you nerd out about? Well, yeah, I mean, we talked, I I, I definitely nerd out about movies and movie trivia is a big thing with me. Uh, I love ever since I was a little kid. I don't know if you remember six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah. 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 I used to play that. I used to impress uh, or, or not impress people in my school by uh, I would, I would be able to connect to actors very quickly. Oh, I love uh, that game. That's incredible. Yeah. You, do you want to do it? Should I just throw you two real quick? We could try, but I'll be honest. This could be really embarrassing because I haven't done it in years. Okay. So we can try it. Okay. But it could very awkwardly end with me learning, realizing I don't know how to do it anymore. Okay. I'm going to just give you two. We're going to see what happens. If it goes terribly yeah. wrong, it'll, it never happened. I can give just me one. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah, Thanos yeah. blip this right out of the episode. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how good I am now. Yeah. Let's do uh okay. The first two that five, popped into my five, head. Give me five seconds in between the two. You got so it. Okay. Kinda, yeah. I'm going to give you Charlize Theron. Uh-huh. Robert Downey Jr. Charlie Saran is in Mad Max with Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's in The Dark Knight Rises with Christian Bale. Christian Bale is an American hustler with um with uh with uh, uh Bradley Cooper and Bradley Cooper is in Infinity War with uh Robert Downey Jr. That's amazing. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> well done, my friend. Well done. Thank you. Well done. All right. So what separates you from the average moviegoer? Because you're, you're, uh, this is your thing. You're the movie guy. So what, what makes you different from the average person that watches movies? I demand a lot from movies. So I hate a lot of movies. And people are like, oh, is there anything you like? And it's like, yeah, there are things I like so much. And the things I like, I like more than probably you like. The, the average person likes a movie. You know what I mean? But there's a lot because I like, because it's like, I really want so much from movies. There's a lot of movies I do kind of think, eh, aren't that great. So I guess that's what separates me is that I have higher standards. Okay. In that case, let's get into unpopular opinions. What are some movies that mainstream people are like, that's a great movie. And you're like, no, it's not. Uh, Forrest Gump. 
Okay, wait, and let's why. Let's go for why, because I think some of us are going, obviously. There was oh, a yeah. time when I loved it, but now I'm just like, I can't rewatch it, no. But just uh, quick reasons why why Forrest Gump is, is not as great. It's just like a sentimental horseshit that has no real, like, uh, you know, it's just like putting a halo over a mentally handicapped person, <laughs> acting like he's somehow, like, perfect, and then... And then there's really nothing. He's just well, what's the message? Just that he's lucky. It's just a stupid. It's just like a sentimental somehow. Like it. It, it just it, it supports this idea that somehow mentally handicapped people are somehow better than everyone else, which is condescending. This would definitely change the trailer if everything that wasn't forced. <laughs> it was just like sentimental horseshit. A halo <laughs> on a disabled person. It's Forrest Gump. That'd be great if they advertise movies by the thing that's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, really uh the, their problems yeah goodwill hunting is one that i that i hate um why well that one is uh that one is like he wrote the movie and he's just if you think about it, if you like knew matt damon and you if you were like friends with him and he wrote this movie you would be like this guy is such a douche because he wrote himself as this blue collar tough guy who's also a genius who gets the girl and it's like what are you doing like he's just jerking himself off the entire time if you knew him you'd be so embarrassed to be friends with him when he showed you that screenplay like you know you know when uh, you know if someone tells you a story and they're you know the kind of person who every time they tell a story they're always the hero in the story and it's yeah. to the point where you're like well you can't be the hero in every one of these stories something suspect goodwill hunting is like the ultimate version of that where he just put himself in this like I mean, I, I know he acts like that character has flaws, but obviously it's like, I'm tough and I'm a genius, you know? It's like in a job interview with like, what are your weaknesses? Well, they're yeah. really my strengths. <laughs> I'm a little too, yeah, come on. I'm, I'm a little too early for work. Yeah, I come, you know, yeah. Well, we have a new trailer for that one now too. Blue collar, tough guy, genius, jerks himself <laughs> off for two and a half hours. Good Watch an actor, yeah, because it's like, how you like them apples? Yeah, which is you know, um, and uh, many people have brought this up before, but that's such a bad piece of dialogue. Like, because the, there's a big chance he could say no. I don't like apples, and then he's got nothing. So it's just like it's such a fucking. I'm not the first person to bring that up, but like, it's like the fucking. It's just such a like, it's just bad dialogue, and and you know, it's also like a bullshit view of therapy, as if like. And if therapy leads to a moment where you finally <laughs> cry and that's it, you figured it out, you know, and you could go on. <laughs> and a therapist is not supposed to touch you ever, by the way. Yeah. Like that's a, if my therapist hugged me and just started saying, it's not your fault over and over again, we would have an issue. Well, in the deleted scenes, uh, Robin Williams puts a finger in his ass too. It's even worse. <laughs> so it's like, it's not your fault. And this is also not your fault. That would <laughs> make me cry. Like, I would, totally, I would cry. I, I think I just had a breakthrough. Doc. Right. This is my fault right now. When I put, yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God. Okay. So Forrest Gump, Goodwill Hunting. Um, so, okay. So what are some movies that uh, either they're underrated or this is like your version of, yes, this passes the smell test for Renan Hirschberg? Um, I'm trying to think of like a really great underrated. Um, I love I mean, American Hustle I love so much life. for some right? reason. American Hustle to me was a great movie. Um, I love yeah, I love American Hustle. I love yeah. Three Kings. David O. Russell's other okay, movie. Okay, okay, makes some great movies. Um, 
I love, I'll try to say, what, what have I loved recently? I didn't really like that much from last year. Did you <laughs> but, see I, uh, Tanya a couple years ago? Did not like that. <laughs> really? Okay, then you'll hate Cruella. Um, oh, is it a similar thing? It's the same director, so it's- Oh, the, the same director? Same director, so the, the way they use music is like a, a pacing tool. I and, heard uh, that like, like the, they get the origin story, like the Dalmatians like raped her mom or something or like- So like sim, a- I mean, you're so spot on. I, I hate to give this away to anyone, but there's a lot of uh, Dalmatian on female rape in this movie. It is Disney, so they usually put a lot of that But they do- I've been exaggerating a little bit. It's dark. It's a little dark, yeah. They do throw her mother off a cliff, right? I didn't know that was coming. But yes, three (laughs) Dalmatians do throw a woman off a cliff. And you're just like, okay, okay, Disney, here we go. I'm working on a a movie about Hitler's origin story where a pack of Hasidic Jews throw Hitler's mom (laughs) off a cliff. That would make so much more sense (laughs) than just like, nobody liked my art. (laughs) (laughs) It's more of a justification. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We could, we could really bond with Hitler on that. (laughs) Jojo Rabbit. Speaking of good Hitler movies. Did you like Jojo Rabbit? No, uh, but I do like movies. I promise. Oh, we just I was like, okay, we're going to get to one eventually. Uh, porn. Like do you like Rabbit. that porn? <laughs> Can I say why? Did, uh, let me just say why I didn't like Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Because they make the kid. Well, I didn't think it was that funny, but they make the kid so cute. He's that the whole cute. time you're like, you know, he's just going to like it. But he's also part of the Nazi thing. And you're like, you know, he doesn't really believe in this Nazi shit. Right. So you're just waiting for him to like fall in love with the girl there's no challenge like with an older kid who had like actual like issues with like like nazi there'd be like a his mom gets hung with her shoes but there's no she does not get hung by her shoes but (laughs) her mom's hanging there yeah 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 yeah. that feels like a challenge to me (laughs) there's no internal conflict like the nazi shit that he's indoctrinated with oh you think he comes out of it too quick or you just Maybe don't believe comes out of it. you never like you're just like, well, he clearly doesn't actually think this shit. You're just like not huh. you're not surprised emotionally by anything. Yeah, he's what? at an age where anything can sway him. He's at an age where he's too young yeah. to actually be like, I'll, I'll die by this. He's at the age but, where a boner can change his mind. Exactly. Which is what happens. But then it's like there's it's not like that. It's not like internally you're not watching anything like you're kind of like not surprised at all. You're just like, you know, he's going to just fall in love with this girl and protect her the whole time. You're not really waiting to see him like somehow learn that these Nazi ideas are wrong, you know? Okay. Like that would be an interesting movie if he's indoctrinated by this Nazi stuff. And then he starts to slowly realize it's wrong through this girl who he's hiding. But that's not the movie. The movie is him like realizing it. It's like kind of cute to me and kind of shallow. It's also just like this idea that Nazis are like, we're the ones who love peace and we love to dance. Nazis also like to dance. Like, you know what I mean? You could like to dance and be evil. This idea that it's just like this love hate, like either for love or either for hate is just such a, I don't know. I just thought it was when you're dealing with the Holocaust, I just kind of want something a little more nuanced, you know? Okay. Now when it comes to like, like, uh, intense good versus evil or love like does that bother you in all movies or like are you cool with like star wars epic saga good versus evil i tend to get bored by that i like moral okay. gray areas um, okay i think that's what life is for me but um what's some movies i love i love uh did you see roma i love roma oh, i heard that was really good no i did not uh, yeah. i love roma i mean i love you know i love a lot i mean i love jaws <laughs> i mean i love a lot great of film okay we great found a, a nice common ground there with jaws Just yeah, I have this weird place where I'm like, 
you know where like you can't think of something just because you're just like you know someone says what's your favorite comic and for some reason you can't think of any comedians i don't even know I'm any like, comedians what? yeah what's a yeah. comedian i have a favorite doctor right now for some reason um <laughs> yeah, we'll do it this way name 10 famous movies and okay. i'll tell you which ones i love out of those and which okay. ones i don't like and right, we'll just I'm go gonna, real quickly i'm just gonna pull hard for me up. to think of them okay back to the future yeah <laughs> okay shawshank redemption pretty good lord of the rings yeah <laughs> these um, are all like i don't know i mean back to the future is fun I, lord of the rings i don't I, I don't like the good the good versus evil like bullshit i'm just i'm just bored by amadeus here's my problem with amadeus <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is one of my favorite. I mean, it definitely has some issues, but I, I like some- Amadeus. But my issue with Amadeus is it doesn't really capture jealousy the way I feel like jealousy works. The way jealousy works, you don't go, this man is graced by God. Why have I not been graced by God? The way jealousy, if it was a real depiction of jealousy, Salieri the whole time would be like, Mozart's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> He He'd wouldn't like, acknowledge yeah, his greatness. Yeah, he's like, okay. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a little overrated. <laughs> I've got some comics that I'm jealous of, and I'm never, ever like, they're gifted. I'm like, fuck yeah. them. They're fucking hacks. Yeah, <laughs> of course. You're not like, why? Why was God grace them with genius and not me? <laughs> like, I do sometimes. No aware. <laughs> I do sometimes prank. Why, God? Oh, why do I not have Nikki Glazer's legs? <laughs> yeah. Well, but I sure. think we all say that, yeah. I okay, mean, I say that too, yeah. Now I got I got a, a list of movies in front of me. Uh, so let's, Schindler's List. Very good. Okay, great. Okay, so we got five movies out here. So far, you've said one was meh, one was good. Okay. Um, I mean, all movies have problems, and Schindler's List has a lot of problems too. But there's a lot of great stuff in Schindler's List. Okay, let's go mob movies for a second. Let's say just uh, Godfather. Uh, masterpiece. Wonderful. Okay, great. Um, Goodfellas. Masterpiece. Okay, great. Okay, so we found your genre. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Very good, but overrated. <laughs> okay. It wasn't, I'm I'm it wasn't the weekend. I, I watched it opening weekend on accident. I think I was supposed to go see something else, and me and my dad sat through it together, and it was the oh, wow. best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It is so, I mean, it, it is so, like, it is such a fun movie. I've, like, had to rewatch a lot of these movies. I do a movie podcast, and, like, I loved it when I saw it. When you rewatch it now, I, I relate more to some of his other movies more, you know, like sure. Jackie Brown and Inglorious Bastards and Jago and Chain. I think Pulp Fiction is like so entertaining, but there's really nothing emotional to like latch onto in the movie. It's just kind of pure, pure oh, yeah. entertainment, which is great. Yeah. But I, I emotionally, I latch a little more onto like a movie like Jackie Brown where people are getting older and you're seeing kind of like some real, uh, okay. some real human drama, you know, okay. but yeah. So almost like like with uh with like food or whatever like if you have a really distinguished palate which like you do for movies, are sometimes you just want junk food. What is your like guilty pleasure movie? Do you have like a bad movie that you love? This is the thing. I'm such a douche that if I like a movie, I I, I believe it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't accept like if I like it, it's good. But I'm trying to think of what could answer that. So you're like, I watched Joe versus the Volcano because it's a masterpiece. It's a Yeah, I mean, but it is good. But I don't know. I mean, like, I love Ace Ventura, but I also think Ace Ventura is really good. Okay, okay. So I, I don't know if that's a guilt. I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to think of what could be considered like 
a guilty pleasure. That's a great answer, though. I think Ace Ventura is a great answer because it's not it's not deep. Nobody, there's no character development. It's just pure popcorn in a movie. It's fun and it's perfectly done for what it's supposed to be. It's hilarious. And he's he's amazing, but it is like yeah. We did we did some Jim Carrey for our podcast and like I rewatched Dumb and Dumber, which is just honestly I think just like a masterpiece. Phenomenal movie. It's a phenomenal but it got like sixty yeah. percent on Rotten Tomatoes or some shit because critics don't understand they don't know how to view comedy. Right. It's so subjective. It's so subjective because you have Karens that review movies like they review right, right. life, and so right. you have the Karen factor. Well, I think it is not not a question. You are a movie expert, but we're going to put that knowledge to the test right now with five quick questions. It's time for five quick questions. You just have to tell me, did this movie win the Oscar for best picture? Oh, the year it was nominated. Okay. And that's all you have to do. You have to say winner or uh, it didn't win. That's all. Okay. Best picture, uh, Oscar for best picture. Did it win the Oscar for best picture the year it was nominated? Uh, this is so, the one I've had on a podcast in a very long time. By the oh, way. that's great! That's great. I, uh, I every week I'm like I'm giving up this podcast. I'm done with it. But then I have I have a blast with each guest. That's the thing. I'm keeping. Well, I think you should give up on it. But I, oh, I'm okay. having. Yeah. <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't get like like I haven't talked to you in how many years now? I know it's it's, it's a way forever. to forever. Yeah. At some point, you can only I only catch up with people through podcasts, or if we're both like going home the same way after a show <laughs> right i do this so i feel like i have friends um so thank yeah. you for, for being my <laughs> well, of course okay uh question number one lord of the rings fellowship of the rings yes or no it's the third one and it did win best picture and it beat out mystic river which was uh which was undeserved mystic river should have won that is so correct on so many levels. It was nominated in 2003. It did win, and it did beat out Mystic River. Mystic River won. Sean Penn won. Tim Robbins won. Wow. To me, like, Mystic River is a great movie. Uh, but anyway, that was one that was robbed. Question number two. Did it or did not win the Oscar for Best Picture in this year? Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting did not win Best Picture. It won uh, Best Screenplay, and Robin Williams won. But it did not win Best Picture. You're correct. The Departed won that year. The Departed beat out. No. Damn it. The English Patient. English Patient. The English Patient won. Okay. Number three. Number three. The movie is Aaron Brockovich. Did Aaron Brockovich win an Oscar for Best Picture? Um, Ooh, this is a tough one because I actually think... No, it did not. Correct. It did not. It did not. Gladiator beat out Aaron Brockovich, which to me is still, it still bothers me because I like really? Brockovich so much. I love Gladiator. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Gladiator. And I love Aaron Brockovich. Okay. And I love Julie Roberts tits, but I love Dove Jump. Wow. Aaron Brockovich. Wow. She was, yeah, I just thought she was, well, I mean, I guess as a girl, there's just not, there weren't a ton of female forward movies at yes, the time. Of course. So like, it was like, I was uh, I was horny for Aaron Brockovich for different reasons, for almost political reasons. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number four. Number four. Did it or did not win the Oscar for Best Picture in this year? Uh, Braveheart. Did unfortunately win Best Picture, Best Director. <laughs> did unfortunately win both of those. I hate that movie. It's I love correct. Gladiator, but I hate hate Braveheart. Braveheart. I I loved it at the time. I haven't rewatched it in a while. I had the soundtrack when I was in high school. Soundtrack's good. It's super homophobic. 
the movie or the soundtrack? <laughs> I, I listened to it when I was asleep at night. That explains so much. <laughs> do, do, do. Queers. Like, oh, man, those bagpipes, I think they're whispering queers. No, no, no. Bagpipes are uh, are definitely homosexual. But, um, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, the movie is, like, very homophobic. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. There's, like, a gay, gay prince who's, like, Oh no, yeah! Everyone's like disgusted by, and you can just tell Mel Gibson's disgusted by, and then it gets you know. I, don't I know, mean, the way just... they cast him, yeah, a yeah. gay prince would have been way more attractive than that. I feel. Um, but his boyfriend was hot. Unfortunately, when he gets thrown out the window, yeah, he was hot. Okay, uh, five number five, just the five number five. Uh, did this or did this not win an Oscar? Oscar for Best Picture, um, La La Land. <laughs> I got to I gotta remember the real thing and the fake thing, but La La Land did win Best Picture. It beat out Moonlight, but at first they thought Moonlight won, but it was La La Land. Opposite. Ah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I got you on oh, one. Oh, <laughs> Wait, it was the other way. Shit. Yeah, they the who was it on there? Um, Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. Oh, Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty get up there. Warren Beatty looked confused when he opened the envelope. He paused for a few seconds. He looked at Dunaway, puzzled. She took the envelope, read it, and said La La Land. Up came the cast and crew, and then backstage, the accountant from the company jumped up and said he took the wrong envelope and went running on stage. He wait, so there's there's a correct envelope in a... Wait, I don't know. I don't know why someone... the wrong envelope? I don't know why you... And why would you do that to two elderly actors? Wow. Damn okay. It, I fucking... Ah, I was you almost four, there. Four out of five. You did so good. And I I tried to throw you off with that one. I was like... Because even I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it was... Which one did this... Which... Yeah. But anyway, okay, yeah. you chit-chatted with me. You played my five quick questions. That's my favorite part of every show, and that's where I ask you so politely if you'll play a rad lib with me. Sure. And now it's time for rad libs. Here's what happened. I've written a story specifically for you, but I've left out some parts of speech. All you got to do is give me those parts of speech, and together we're going to make a hilarious story. Are you ready okay. to play rad libs? I'm ready to play. Also, how awkward would it have been if I said no? You just have your little thing and you have to like put it aside. <laughs> oh, great. I guess we're, I guess our interview's over. I'll keep asking you questions about your movies. Um, all right. I need a year. 1984. Great year. Any, any significance that year? I was born. Aw, what a great year for you. Okay. Yes. A lot happened that year in your world. Uh, an, an occupation. A uh, chiropractor. Yes. A question. Is this room occupied? <laughs> when do you ask that question? I was like, when do you whip that one out? It said, Oh, you know, when I'm at like the eyes wide shut parties. Is this room already orgied? Is this occupied? <laughs> occupied okay. Yeah. A disaster. The Armenian genocide. Okay. Disasters <laughs> plural, so Armenian genocides. Well, but there's only one though. <laughs> But okay, I guess it could be plural. Okay, just for the it's it's I, I don't make the rules. I don't. Totally okay, do, but it's okay. Uh, I need a disaster. Right, yeah, Perfect. Genocide. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a story. It's fiction. This isn't real. Uh -huh. um, yeah, the Armenian genocide was real though. I just want to. I I believe <laughs> that there was an Armenian genocide. I'm not saying. That fucking get cancer right here, Jesus. Plural noun. Oceans. Um, an adjective ending in est. Best. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, a fast food restaurant. Fast food restaurant. Uh, Arby's. Okay. You know, a big fan? I do think they're good, actually. Yeah, I like okay. them. Okay. Okay. Way to go, Arby's. A verb. Uh, a verb? Um, peg. 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 Pe
peg? Yeah. Okay. Like P-E-G? Like, I'm trying to make it dirty. Like when you peg someone with a strap on. I've never heard this phrase. What is this now? You don't know this? You peg somebody. I know. I feel like I should. Like a peg, that. like a strap on. Yeah. I've How never do you not know this. You're I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm pretty vanilla. I guess. Peg it's when somebody. someone like have sex with you with a strap on. Okay. Okay. I know a few ladies named Peg. I bet they're really upset about that. Well. I'm, okay. This is. It, it makes one. this sentence a lot different. So I'm gonna keep it. Well, that's now, why I thought it'd be funny. You know. Yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> now that I especially now that I feel I, like I'm doing ad libs, it's like a nun here. You're like I'm like a like a like a daycare. Mm-hmm. You're like peg. What is that? Oh. Peg, like a peg. You put a peg in a pole. Oh, I get it. <laughs> that took way too long. Okay, an adjective. Fat. Fat. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Oh, a side effect, like a medication side effect. Prolonged ejaculation. Prolonged ejaculate. How? Oh God. That that's a side effect for a lot of medication prolonged so you just can't stop you just no no no. you just you just can't come it takes you forever to come oh i was like you won't you can't you stop just keep, ejaculating you just, keep, just a just fountain for hours. <laughs> yeah yeah it's, i think they should stops. call that all, fountaining yeah it's, um, a, it's a big mess prolonged ejaculation okay great Whew. uh <laughs> a leadership role the story's getting really good it's getting saucy over here <laughs> i feel like it gets really dirty all of a sudden and really doesn't it starts out very clean. Um, a leadership role. Um, uh, Prime Minister of Israel. Yes. Excellent. Uh, a liquid. Um, seltzer. Have you seen the episode of The Office where Dwight and uh, what's her name? The woman he's dating play Mad Libs. But they're yes. both really boring. So she just gives like a bunch of non-ridiculous answers. A nice man. Yeah. <laughs> a cat food. Angela. Yeah. Angela McKenzie. Yeah. Angela, yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them was man oh, or good, cat. Good recall. Oh, I, I listened to their podcast. It's called Office Ladies with Jenna and Angela. Oh, and right, right, their right. podcast is phenomenal. It's it's kind of what got me into podcasts. Um, ooh, a title. Colonel. Yes. A first name. Kristen. My my name, Kristen? Yes. Oh, I like that. Aha. A number? 13. Yes. Uh, a feeling. Loneliness. Oh, <laughs> an adjective. <laughs> Portly. A mean nickname. Well, I had a mean nickname in middle school, uh, non- Nani Man. Nani Man? I think my sister could only pronounce that because it was like, mm. but then I told a bunch of my classmates and they started calling me Nani Man. Something you yell. Fuck. A dangerous hobby. Rock climbing. Yes. And something you say to your spouse. Something you say to your spouse? Uh, I want a divorce. <laughs> All right, we have a story. We have a fantastic story. Great story. Just specifically for you, this is it. And it is called Coming to a Theater Near You. Nice. Wonderful. Okay. The year is 1984, and everybody is asking the same question Is this room occupied? The earth, overrun by chiropractors, is facing extinction. Daily Armenian genocides and showers of ocean water have destroyed most of the planet. All that remains... (laughs) I just love how Armenian genocide has been treated like some kind of Sharknado thing. (laughs) Armenian genocides every day. (laughs) Daily. Daily. All that remains are the best Arby's. Mankind must learn to peg together or die fat. 
<laughs> Strap it on, America. Leading the fight against nature and prolonged ejaculation is a retired prime minister of Israel with a bad temper and a taste for seltzer. They call him Big Colonel Kristen. Big Colonel Kristen is 13 minutes of pure loneliness. Critics are calling it portly. It's a film for every nanny man. The New York Times says, fuck. This nonstop throw ride will make you feel like you're rock climbing. You'll leave the theater saying, I want a divorce. I love, <laughs> I love, uh, I love how it's only 13 minutes long and yet it incorporates daily Armenian genocides. <laughs> A lot to cram into. How many days minutes. are in there? Oh my god! <laughs> I love that the Earth is overrun by chiropractors, and the only thing left are the best Arby's. <laughs> the best Arby's, yeah. <laughs> Daily Armenian genocide. Oh my god! All right, well, uh, Renan, will you please tell the viewers and listeners where they can find you and what you have coming up? You can check my like. Uh, just follow me on Instagram. I'll have a bunch of dates up there. Uh, it's Ranan Comedy. R A A N A N Comedy. Follow me on Instagram and uh, also if you want to watch my podcast where I shit talk other movies like that. It's kind of like a good uh, preview for my podcast. I do a podcast with uh, Joe List uh, called uh, Joe and Ron on Talk Movies. And uh, yeah, it's a fun podcast. Uh, yeah, it's on Apple Pods. It's on YouTube. Well, I cannot thank you enough for coming on and hanging well, out thank with you me so. today. This is so fun. I'm so glad. And you know, you're, you're always so funny and so nice and uh it was, it was great uh, working with you back in the day. So it's, 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 a, it's a real pleasure to catch up with you. Ah, uh, same to you. Always good to see you. Interview complete. Taking Ron into a Forrest Gump marathon. Mwahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahah